What's up, everybody, and welcome to the brand new show for the Penultimate Conquest. It's called Tower FM Radio, where me, my co-host Ro. Hey, Ro, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? (laughs) Good. We're going to be talking all things Bungie and Destiny here, and I am very excited that Ruben let me have this. Uh, He knows I love Destiny, and who else loves Destiny more than Ruben, right? Ruben loves Destiny so much that that's that exactly right. right. He's played five thousand hours. Wow, he's a Chad. Oh, yeah, five thousand hours of Destiny. Good old but, Chad. Uh, first episode of my rambling off my tongue. So let's get back to the good stuff. Rope, how are you today? Are you doing good? Doing great. I'm excited to talk to everybody about Destiny. It's been an interesting time to say the least, but I'm sure we'll get into that as the show rolls on. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Now, Ro, we have two fantastic Guardians with us today. I think it's good that we introduce them both. First up, he's known as the Red Hood, and he's actually wearing a red beanie right now. Frank, (laughs) welcome to the show. How are you, Frank? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being a part of this. Um, We didn't have you on just because you have a dope Red Hood. Okay, um, okay. And you have so many helmets. I forgot how many awesome helmets you have in yeah, your room there, now that I'm looking at them. There's a few in the back. Oh my god, they're so cool. There. Yeah. But no, we know. I see you on the Twitter. I see you playing Destiny all the time. So I figured you would be a perfect guest to have for the show. And rounding up our fire team of four, since we can't do that yet, actually, in the game, we got Drew. Drew, how are you? Good, sir. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, turning in a lot of crucial tokens today, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I did that uh, last week, and it, it took me about 40 minutes to get through all my crucible tokens, but hey, I don't have them anymore. But like I said, um, this is going to be a new show here, Tower FM Radio. We had a Destiny 2 takeover episode about two months ago, and it, actually, I think it was two months ago on the dot. Um, back in December, and figured uh, we can have a revolving show about Destiny because being a games as a service, it's going to be around for a long time. And hopefully, Ruben allows it, will be around for a long time too. So before we get into the nitty gritty of what we liked about the current state of the game, I thought it'd be fun to introduce our guests and our guardians. So, Ro, we're going to start with you first as the co-host. Tell and introduce everybody to your Guardian. So, uh, I've been a Warlock main for, uh, well, since the game came out back in 2014, 13. Um, I've been maining Warlock ever since then. Uh, It hasn't been until this current expansion. I've switched off here and there using Titan and all that stuff, but uh, right now I'm maining Titan for Beyond Light and the past expansion. I've been using Titan for... A little bit, so that's who I'm maining right now. But I'm a I'm a warlock main at heart. <laughs> got you. And Space remind action. remind the audience what your favorite type of weapon is. I love fusion rifles, uh, even though they're not great right about now. I just love that archetype of weapon, and I really like uh, hand cannons. A man after my own heart. Frank <laughs> for midnight coup. Midnight coup. Yep. <laughs> I would pour one out, but this is carpet, and I don't want to stain the floor. Uh, Frank, <laughs> introduce everyone to your guardian. Uh, I've been maining a hunter since 2014. Um, 
my favorite weapons are hand cannons and sniper rifles, or hand cannon shotgun, depending on the situation, depending if I'm playing PvP or PvE. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And Drew, what is your... Uh, introduce us to your Guardian. Okay, so back on, I think, PS3, the beta, I made this Guardian, and thanks to Bungie's uh, elaborate carryover, I was able to preserve this Guardian from that beta, Awoken Female Warlock. And weird thing is, when I played the beta, I somehow just checked out completely, whether it was because online requirements were... I skipped Destiny 1 entirely, so when Destiny 2 came out, I was jumping into the collection of Destiny 1, but didn't have people to play with. So, Mm -hmm. and I saw that you could copy, you know, like import your Guardian over to Destiny 2. And little did I know, getting excited for, oh, you know, me and my friend Lane, we'll have a few people to play Destiny 2. Everyone will be coming back. It'll be great. And we'll meet people. And little did I know how much that would lead to just thousands of hours of Destiny 2. And it being one of my favorite games of all time now. And having Triumph shirts and playing all three classes. I actually have all three classes this season. I played a Titan. They're all Awoken female, I think, and I don't know how that happened, except just, like, I was going to recreate the magic of that first character that I stuck with all this time. So, um, I'm a Pulse Rifle fanatic, so, um, honestly, the hardest thing for me was parting with uh, an Argyle Address. Uh, I was still using that. I still use it. I have one of every element still, and I just don't want to let it go. I hear you. I have not... uh... Uh, trust. I have not um, dissembled trust. Uh, the, the best gambit weapon uh, there is. That hand cannon was so good, so I know exactly how you feel. Uh, now, my me, myself, I am, like Frank, a hunter main through and through. That was my first character I ever made, and the gunslinger will always be my favorite class. Um, and... My favorite type of weapon is the hand cannon. I was lucky to get my favorite weapon in any game ever, Hawkmoon, uh, with this past expansion. So it's that and the Keyblade, but I can't talk about Keyblades on this show. <laughs> um, so, but yes, the Hawkmoon is back. just pretend Lament is a Keyblade. <laughs> <True. laughs> a little, you know a little chunky Keyblade. A little chunky. Anyway, yes, thank you for introducing everyone to your Guardians, everybody. So, right now, I thought with the first season of Beyond Light coming to a close um, in about a week, I thought we could go around and what were our what are our thoughts with Beyond Light? Um, I know we talked about this earlier uh, on our first show about it, but it was more so the game had been out for maybe about a week. So we didn't get a real good feel of what was going on, but right now, three months into content, give or give or take a few weeks. I uh, thought, what would, what was everyone's final take on where beyond light it stands in terms of other destiny expansions? Rob, we're going to talk with, uh, uh, get you first. What do you think? Okay. Um, I'll start off with my, my, what I liked about it. So, from a story perspective, I really liked this uh, this expansion in terms of lore and just what it means for the universe and where it could go in the following expansions. The darkness finally being here, I think, is really awesome. It's something that I've been wanting for for a really long time. Like the pyramid ship concept art is super famous around the Destiny community because it's been like shown off for so long and it's finally in the game. So I was super happy to uh, experience that with 
Guardians and everybody else. And Exo Stranger coming back. I know she was not a popular character in the first game because of how little she said and how little she explained. It's a like a, a meme in the Destiny community. Um, but her returning and being able to reunite with her sister, Anna, was really cool. And I found that really fulfilling uh, to see come through. I think just in general, they stepped it up a lot with uh, implementing story in the game. Uh, I know that's been something that it's been hard for, not hard for them to do, but they haven't done where it's a lot of the lore has been either outside of the game or something you have to read, which is fantastic. The lore that they wrote is wonderful, but I I really would like them to continue this uh, pattern of having more story in the game, whether it be a cutscene or these little interactions that that they had with Anna and Exo Strangers, something like that. Um, I really love the legendary lost sectors that they implemented. Um, I don't know. Should I talk about my my cons now, or should I just stay? Oh yeah, no, ab- absolutely. This this is like this is how we start about talk about the state of the game. So if there are okay. issues you have, please, yeah. Bungie. I know you're listening. Very first episode. <laughs> very ten minutes into it, please. <laughs> um, I was a little bit more high on sunsetting when it first was announced. Like I thought it was a great idea. I, I still think it can be a good idea. But right now, I'm not as high as I was on it when it was first talked about. Just because I don't know if they implemented it the best way. And I think uh, the community just has to trust Bungie. And that's up to each individual player at this time uh, that they think that they're going to rectify the situation. But right now, it feels like what they removed wasn't worth what they introduced. Like the Cosmic Drone is super nostalgic, but that's pretty much it. There's nothing really to do there at this time. And again, that brings back to my further point that we just have to wait. Unfortunately, we just have to wait and see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. But removing, not that people were going to these planets, I guess, is the argument, though. But removing Titan and removing Mars and all those places just to give us two, a strike, right? Or two strikes, I guess. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But right now, it just doesn't feel worth it to me. But I, I am willing to wait and see where that goes in the future. Um but weapons is another thing where we're earning weapons that we can't even use sometimes. Like some of the weapons that are dropping are weapons that can't even be brought up to the max light. I think some of them, I I really hope that someday we don't get blues dropping anymore. (laughs) That doesn't make sense to me, especially with legendaries being so easy to get, but um, that's really about it. Sunsetting. I'm feeling a little mad about right now and or Europa, that planet I loved it. Like there's certain areas, but the outside snow places are can kind of get a little bit samey after a while. But uh, I, I'm really happy that we got the planet at all because that's another thing that I've been waiting to finally adventure on. That's I about it. I haven't read a recent TWAB, but I have to say, like they just need to add a like a landing point yes. at the north of the zone. Yeah, they, they did say that they might do that. They yeah. might do it, and like yeah. not launching with it, I feel like is pretty egregious. Like, yeah, th- it would be one of my favorite patrol zones. I mean, I like it more than the moon, and I know the moon was a brought back. I know the cosmodromes are brought back, but um, so you can't really go to Dreaming City. It's like hard to look at this stuff and be on light because they had these other studios working with them. They had Activision budget. They didn't have a year of COVID, but I think Europa could be. Everything they put out in Beyond Light, I'm jumping into me, so sorry. But like everything oh, ahead, they put out yeah. Beyond Light is impressive for COVID. But like you said, it feels like they removed way more than they put in. Um, you know, 
I need, I need like at least three or four more strikes to do. I mean, the part in, what is it? Like uh, the first two DLCs, right? Like uh, Warmind and uh, so Mercury and Mars, I mean, brought a couple strikes with them. I'm hoping that in the next year and like as things are able to be uh, getting back to normal with COVID and everything like that, I really hope that their plan for the next two expansions and all that leads to more content and more weapons and more like drop rotations and fewer things being like over sunset, you know, like they are starting to put back some, they had to put back the Seraph weapons, you know, and then they have to now address like the forsaken weapons or the dreaming city weapons that are going to be like what they call reissued. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird right now. Because, like, I want to give them props for what they were able to put out, but it, there are a lot of problems with it. With, um, I'm glad that things aren't going away because it would be weird to have them work so hard being able to put out things like this. Like, knowing it's not going away, I haven't actually engaged with some of the extra content this season, like, as much as I normally would. And I've just kind of kept up with the regular stuff, like Power Climb, Season Pass, Max Rank. But um interested to know some other people's thoughts because... I've run the raid once. I love the Dreaming City stuff. I love that like when you came back from the raid or when the raid was beaten that you get Clovis Bray, you you get that quest, you get stuff happening in the game and that was the first little bit of it that really felt a callback to Forsaken Dreaming City and Riven and everything that happened there in the cycle. I if they can do more of that in the future, that'd be amazing. Even bringing something back cuz um we have Blindwell still, but so many other of these awesome things went away, like Menagerie and Escalation yeah. Protocol, and yeah. Uh, Frank, let's hear your thoughts. What What are your thoughts on Beyond Light right now? Um, I feel like uh, it's 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 the first season, you know, like the first season of a TV show where you're introduced to villains, you're introduced to new things, and you know there's a broader scope, like you know this is going to lead into something really really big. But it's not going to lead into it right now. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna introduce things, but we're gonna keep our cards close. It's not gonna be too epic, but it's gonna be epic enough to kind of wet the whistle a little bit, you know. Um, I believe this is the first expansion since they're leaving Activision. I could be wrong on that. Uh, um, Shadow wasn't Shadowkeep there first. I think Shadowkeep was, Shadow Keep was first? but it was also okay. developed without like a year of COVID, and that was their yeah. first one on their own. I think with normal operations at their studio. Um, I feel like they they're still kind of coming into their own of like their independent mm-hmm. studio. Um, it's very clear that there's some things that are going to take a little bit more of a backseat um, in terms of like content. Like for example, like Hawkmoon being a seasonal item, I feel like it's kind of cheap. Um, mainly because like I have friends who are like, "What's what the hell's Hawkmoon?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's this thing." And they're like, "Oh, I can't get that. I'm not paying ten dollars for it." It's like, "Oh, okay." It's worth ten dollars, uh, Internet. Just so everyone it is, is aware, it is worth ten dollars. I love it. Ten dollars. It's great. I love it. I love every second of it. I hate that quest, Harbinger. Oh my god, oh, <laughs> is the worst. I just I ran did it. That. With, I just ran it with Roe yesterday. Do you? Okay, so I have a question for you because <laughs> I, I nobody can answer me this straight. Are you supposed to run that solo, or are you supposed to run that with people? If you run it solo, you're a god. I'm okay, just, I, I ran yeah. it solo. I ran it solo. Good for you. I had, I had, 
our, I had a good friend of mine, Monzi Knows, in uh, we, I was screen sharing the whole thing, and I'm sitting there for two hours, just like, what the fuck is this? Why do I? I went in, I have to fight three bosses, go in, fight two, three more bosses again, go in, go into an arena, like have a, I was, just, it was a mess, and I'm just like, I don't think I'm supposed to do this by myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely do it with now? other people. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was yeah. it, it was uh, I like the season a lot. It's it it feels a lot more of a, like a return to form for Bungie, and I can't wait to see what comes out of this whole darkness thing. They're obviously you know um, setting up for a big story, judging by the names of the next DLCs, and especially the whole Sabbathon thing that's going on. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll mm-hmm. see. Very excited to see where that leads. Like for real. Um, yeah, they've been building up for that for a long time. Oh, absolutely. And uh, just um, continuing off what Rose said earlier, I definitely think that sunsetting is a good idea, but they definitely bit off way more mm-hmm. than they should have, especially like sunsetting uh, gear from Shadowkeep, which was barely a year old. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like, nope, can't use those weapons anymore. Sorry. It's like, ah, but I just did that. I mean, and like unless... you said, uh, stuff's dropping that you can't take to the power cap but there's also a bunch of stuff that you'll just see drop and you'll get like 1260 that's like that's this season's power cap like mm-hmm. it's done and i was like oh okay i i just i just think that i and the good thing is destiny knows like yeah, they've right. gotten a lot of feedback mm-hmm. from this a lot of people are upset because personally i miss titan I miss going to Titan and seeing all the o- the ocean waves and everything I- and going into crazy hive ritual stuff. I miss that a lot. Uh, I don't miss Mercury at all. No, I don't, I don't miss Mercury at all. Um, I do. I kind of miss, miss Mars. Mars. Like, yeah. Those are good strikes. Like, I, yeah. you, you can take the Mercury strikes and put in any strike. Like the Cosmodrome strike, the hive strike, that's a great strike. Better than Mercury. I want the Mars strikes back. I miss, I miss you, Omnigool. I miss you <laughs> yeah. so much. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely think that it's a good idea. Um, but it also, if you look at the other side of the coin, it did free up a lot of space for everybody because mm-hmm. Destiny 2 was taking up a lot of space on people's stuff. Um, yeah. So, and it'll make it easier for them to patch, uh, send out a patch to yeah. fix things. So I definitely think that um, sunsetting definitely needs tweaks, but I think it's a good idea. I don't like um, the thing they released. I think it was about two weeks ago on this week at Bungie, where they talked about how you're they're bringing back Forsaken and Shadowkeep stuff, but it's only like three guns. Yeah, it's weird. Um, like you have the Dreaming City there, pump some content and some like loot table like updates mm-hmm. into it, or just make Dreaming City's loot just come back and mm-hmm. it has new roles. Like they did with the raid loot, they did an amazing job with the raid loot. And mm-hmm. I'm maybe parroting some people, some things I've heard from other content creators, such as like Gatto or, um, uh, and, and just bring that, bring those roles, add new roles, come up with new roles. They've been really hitting their stride with that. I think community is very happy with raid and raid drops. Like put that into the content that's still there. That is actually good content. Like everyone loves the dreaming city and the stuff you can go do there. Um, and give us some reasons to go do stuff there, especially for people who come in since free to play yeah, because experience I, Forsaken. I still stand by the Forsaken is the best expansion that yeah. Bungie has ever done. So mm-hmm. I definitely because like Dreaming City has some of the best looking gear 
And even though, like, I think Shadow Keep itself is pretty weak, some of the gear in Shadow Keep looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bummer that, like, hey, you guys wanted free content. Uh, here's more more content. Uh, you can go back to the moon. Like, well, no, like, want new stuff, stuff mm-hmm. that like I haven't chased already, and I have five Shadow Keep sniper rifles in my vault. But you're telling me I I, I can go do it again. Um, just and what you know, unsunset those. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say it's really cool that those stuff are coming back, but the Shadow Keep guns and stuff that I may have held on to, I have to go re earn them again. Like the ones that I, I got, I can't reuse. Like if I have a God Roll Shadow Keep weapon that I got back then, I can't use it. Even though they're coming back, I can't use it. I have to go get another one, and I, it may take me forever until I get that roll again, which I think is kind of silly. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Shadowkeep introduce the demolitionist perk, the one where you get kills? So. And, yeah, because yeah, I remember my so. first gun. I think it was the, um, it was the Vex gun from Shadowkeep. It was the hand cannon, and I know that was the first roll I ever got with demolitionist. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to change how I do everything. Uh, but now I can't use that gun anymore. But luckily, you know, there I have new guns that have that role. So. Because Demolitionist may be my favorite perk, because now I don't have to put so much stuff into, uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank, discipline? discipline. Yeah. I don't have to put much stuff into Discipline now, because as long as I got a gun that has Demolitionist on it, my grenades mm-hmm. are coming back pretty quick. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, me personally, I think Beyond Light's really good right now. I thought the story was meh. I thought it was just basically, hey, remember in Forsaken when you had to chase all those lieutenants? Well, we're going to bring it back again. <laughs> We're going to do it a little differently this time. So um, definitely also I've seen in like some fun holiday tweets they did that Aramis may be coming back because she's not really dead. She's just yeah. frozen. Yeah. She's a popsicle. Um, yeah. So it'd be <laughs> yeah. cool for her to come back because I thought she was neat because it was like, hey, my people were dying and your God just left us. So I'm pretty pissed about that. Um. So I thought that was neat, but like, uh, what I really want to, uh, I guess we'll get that later in the episode with what we want in the future. But, um, Frank brought it up earlier. I think it'd be fun to talk about, um, this season, the season of the hunt that's about to end in a week. Um, what are our initial thoughts, uh, on that? Um, I'll start. They make me like Prince Aldred again. Well, I guess the crow now, but I, I remember that was probably the most hated man (laughs) <laughs> on my internet timeline when Forsaken came out. Like, everybody hated the guy. Of course, everyone mm-hmm. stanned the bad guy because he was hot or something like that. But deep <laughs> that's, down, that's true. we all wanted to put Ace of Spades. Oh, yeah. Even though we didn't have it yet, but when we re-ran the campaign, we wanted to put Ace of Spades in his brain. Um, but now they did an unthinkable thing. They made me care about uh, the crow. Um, and I think it's really good. I thought the store was great. I'm glad my boy Spider is back because he is one of my favorite side characters. Um, so I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought the event itself um was okay. It it did it it does get very repetitive where it's like, all right, fight two bosses. All right, you're done. That's it. Same thing over and over and over again. But it was a good way to hunt for new gear. Um. Mm. Especially since I could, like, all right, yeah, I definitely want this uh, submachine gun. Okay, I'll pick that one. All right. And I can decide kind of what the perks I want for it. So I thought it was good. I like the fact that now the stories for the seasons are going to be more cohesive. And it's not just, okay, all right, the season's done. That story, get out of here. 
It's nice that what's going on with Zivu Arath right now is going to happen in the next season and the next season after that and how we're getting yearly stories now with those instead of just ending at seasons. And of course, again, Season of the Hunt, I can't, as mentioned already, uh, Hawkmoon, I'll say no more about it. I got it back. Love that quest. Love that the Hawkmoon is basically the Traveler's Light because, yes, it is given to us by God in that game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we shall use it to smite thine enemies with the <laughs> cry of the hawk. So anyway, Ro, what what are your thoughts on the season? Yeah, my thoughts are pretty similar to uh, to yours. Uh, I loved uh, Crow's reintroduction to the story. Of course, I was one of those people that didn't like him that much uh, after he did the the unspeakable act that I will not repeat here on lights. It's too, it's too bad. It's too terrible. How could he? I but, saw. Um, I did. I see. I did see an interesting thing. Someone yeah. mentioned. I think it was Paul Tassie mentioned on Twitter how Destiny's story has gotten insanely better of how they tell it since Cade died. Yeah. Like ever since Cade died, mm-hmm. their storytelling ability has been top notch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, definitely more uh, interesting for sure. I, I agree with that. I still miss him though. Still miss him every day. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I loved Crow. Uh, they did again. They did the unthinkable of me enjoying his character. I think he's he's a cute guy. I love his little ghost. Um, so I, I was really invested in him and uh, the spider story and us being able to finally free him. Well, hopefully he'll move from where he is now in the next season and he'll be free. Um, we'll see if he joins us in the tower. But um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Cora is going to be like, oh, you brought what? a guest. <laughs> What are you doing here? But because there is that that one cutscene that we haven't got, hopefully we'll get it tomorrow at reset with, uh, I think, oh, no, he's not in that cutscene. I'm thinking about Osiris and Zavala. There's a cutscene that, yeah, there's there's a cutscene that we haven't seen yet that hopefully should release tomorrow. That well, the trailer drops tomorrow for the new season. Yes, yes. But there's a there's a specific cutscene. I don't know if you guys know what I'm, I'm speaking about that I was mm-hmm. in the yeah, yeah I know what you're talking. About. It's like an unfinished yeah. cutscene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Zavala and Osiris and some Cabal in the background as well. We haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. I for some reason in like my a mind, war room. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I, in my mind, uh, the crow was there, but I don't think he, he was. But yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where they take his character. Um, I agree, the Wrathborn hunts were uh, mindless, but very good way to focus on getting um, specific roles on items that you wanted and um yeah that was that was basically my thoughts on the season I, I feel like without beyond light it would feel like this was a very lacking season in terms of content but since it was coupled with the release of the expansion it felt like we got a lot so i'm a little bit worried about next season as to how much we're going to get but we shall see we shall see and so, like the thing is we'll be able to do wrathborn hunts yeah and even in the new seasons as well so that will be a plus I have a question. Um, what is hmm. what is going away? Because I know a lot of stuff staying. Is what's going other than like the season pass reset? What are we? Let doing? me let me look at the last this week at Bungie. I think they talk about it. People who play a lot. I think my friend group is actually a lot of people who play a lot, but not aren't necessarily like completionists with everything that comes out in a season. And this is one of those seasons where um, we still have some things on our checklist and. You know, as much as I wanted to play a lot this season, of course, retail, right? So the worst season for me to, other than getting my season pass rank up, uh, to get a lot of stuff done or to raid every week. Um, but that's that's what I was curious about because I, I kept hearing a lot of, like, what's staying, like, Rathborn Hunts. But um, 
you said like pace 10 for, for Hawkman. So like, is that quest going away and then no. all the thing or is it going to stay? So here's what is sticking around. This is from the, this week of Bungie from January 21st. This is what is sticking around until the end of year four. Uh, story missions uh, will be able to be launched from a node in the director. So like the crow mission, the first one, the Zivu wrath hunt, um, probably, uh, well, speaking of hunt, Wraithborn Ra- hunts will still be in it. Um, adored quest will still be available. Crow's vendor screen on the tangled shore, Hawkmoon exotic quest and master activity. So you'll still looks like you'll be able to get Hawkmoon until the end of the year. Um, your seasonal seal and warden title row. You're still going to be able to rock that warden for a little while. Um, at these are the things that will no longer be available. Crow's bounties messages from the field seasonal artifact and season pass so pretty much it looks like you can't go the crow to get bounties anymore you'll be able to buy stuff probably from him but um you'll be it's interesting how they said crow is still going to be entangled shore in this year so sort of answer something we were talking about a little bit again yeah (laughs) Yeah. he'll probably chill in there but no bounties you think they'll have a so what one of the things we're going to talk about is you know moving on to me and how i felt about the season like i was saying i wasn't able to engage with it as much as i wanted to but Watching from a distance, this season was like, it had a lot of cool elements, like I said, with the raid, Beyond Light kind of, right? But with when that quest shop showed up for Crow, I was like, okay, this is hype. I want to go do this. And doing it, I was like, this is cool. This is like the vibe from Forsaken. I miss this. I want more of this. I hope they can do more things like this in the future. Um, and then, you know, the quest and exotic quest and the seals, things like that are things I was going to either be behind on or miss out on, but um, Wrathborn Hunt's not going away. is super nice for being able to use them for targeting stuff. I love that this the one season like I was a- able to engage with the season content as much. Like I played so much in the season right before Beyond Light, trying to clean up stuff, trying to, before vaulting, the Triumphs, wearing my Triumph shirt, missed both what was it, Forerunner and the Triumph title by one thing, and mm. uh, had everything. I played like 200 hours, I think, working to get all that stuff done, and then just run a bunch of, like, the raids. Didn't buy the raid ring, but I unlocked it. Mm. Um, and I, I got so many Umbral Ingrams, I love the recaster. They're bringing that back in this next season. So, mm. like, in the absence of it in this season, I did feel like it was more story mission-focused, and then more of sort of do what you feel like. And then here's a couple quests in a raid. Whereas I do like the everything is rewarding with Umbral Ingrams. It felt like anytime I was getting on and then as I progressed that I could go and at the end of the season I was like, oh, I can just go, go, go on this one item for the roll. I'm really excited that those Ingrams are coming back because I like that system a lot. I do like that they're kind of nerfing that though because it feels like every time I was playing I had like 7,000 Umbral Ingrams. (laughs) The concept is great. Too many of them was bad. So like, Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the season, you're just like, I could literally have all three of my characters filled up in their post box and their Ingram slots with those. And then people were doing, like, funny things with that, with exotics, and there was a whole bunch of stuff going on. But I um, I definitely agree with you. I like the idea of, like, that random drop Ingram or a bonus Ingram or whatever you want to call it. Whenever that happens, you can turn it into something useful or you can just continue to use it the way you use an Ingram. So... Um, absolutely i i I didn't miss it because i was not playing and grinding as much this season but 
I'm uh, really excited for that to come back. And I mean, they drop while they're doing Wrathborn Hudson next season. I'll probably do a yeah. lot more. And I, I definitely think that the story is going to, it looks like Zebu Wrath is probably going to be a big deal in the next season as well. Because mm-hmm. definitely going to have this lead up into um, uh, Witch Queen. Yeah. So I definitely think the the Hive is probably going to be the overarching thing in all these seasons. And maybe dealing like the Cabal are now like, oh, crap. Um, uh, can you help us out here real quick? <laughs> Sorry about of... what we did to your traveler and all that. But <laughs> we'll give you cookies. How about that? Um, but uh, Frank, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Season of the Hunt? I thought it was really cool. Um, one of the things that in an undisclosed conversation I had many years ago uh, with people at Bungie, a lot of things that came up was um, the idea of Destiny becoming more of a hobby. And at the time uh, when they when they brought this question up, Destiny looked very like you do two or three things a day and then you're good for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Um Coming into Beyond Light and it's like Wrathborn hunts and everything like that, it feels a lot more like there's a lot more stuff to do per week. Uh, you can definitely grind it all out in one day, but you know, stretching it out throughout the week is very nice. Uh, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love that you can go in, you can pick what gear you want, you don't have to get anything you don't want, and then you're you're basically set for getting a higher item than you what you can usually just find on the on the floor somewhere. Um, I do like the stuff with Crow. I think uh, bringing them in after this whole time was a really great idea. Even though it's going to be super awkward to figure out how they're gonna <laughs> how they're gonna give them a redemption arc, I'd just say just throw a mustache on them. Give them a little, give them a little handlebar mustache or something like right here, and then just like say, okay, this is Crow. And people are gonna be like, you look familiar. And the mustache is gonna stop them. It's gonna be a Superman gonna be situation. Like, Who's this guy? There, there I'm- was. There were some. Uh, I'm sure you guys did the quest where he, where you go into his room, like his, mm-hmm. yeah, and he talks about what he did during that time when no one liked him. He always wore his helmet like the freaking Mandalorian, and yeah, I, I guess that would be like you're saying, put on a mustache, wear a disguise, or something. Give him, a, give him some sunglasses <laughs> or something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. Like that. I do really like Aldrin, though. I, I I hate him for what he did to Cade. But at the same time, PTSD is a bitch. And to be fair, he, was, he wasn't really having the, the, the most psych- time. psychological times. <laughs> you know, hearing his sister in his head going, kill this dude! And it's like, okay, <laughs> chill. Uh, now that he's kind of free from all, those, all that past trauma, um, you get to see Aldrin for who he technically really was. And now you... He's actually kind of a cool character instead of just some, um, you know, servant to his sister. And it's nice. It's nice to see. Um, I, I did. I do enjoy the thing when you do when you finish all the Wrathborn hunts for the week for the Pinnacle quest and you go talk to him. The line that says, I wouldn't want to be on your bad side. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, what about that one from Spider? He's just like, you guardians are so good at revenge. You're like, right in front of Crow. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, they are. <laughs> How about that steeplechase ornament set? Yeah? Mm. Best part of the season, maybe? No, I'm just, I know you're talking, but I'm just like, that set is great. And I immediately, mm. from day one, was like, yeah, I need that. I need that for all three. 
I'm looking forward to Transmog in the future. That was also an incentive yes. for why I played so much before stuff was faulted. Um, when I brought up Escalation Protocol being gone, I like would love to be able to go get that set. And I know some of oh. Escalation Protocol's memory is like living on in Prophecy, and you have like the guns. As far as I know, you can't go get like a current wearable set of that. And since I didn't have it all and it's gone now, oh well, like can't transmog it. So I can lopsidedly transmog a few pieces from Titan when I was playing that time and a few pieces from my Warlock. But um, transmog is awesome. So ornaments are great and getting new gear. Uh, Prophecy still being around, coming back, you know, like. Yeah. Um, Good dungeon. Uh, yeah, I honestly miss uh, something like a Whisper of the Worm or, you know, uh, was it Outbreak? Yeah, so like, yeah, I want something like that to show up in the next uh, 12 months. That'd be delicious. Yeah. That'd be delightful. Yeah, we I haven't, mean, they haven't told like us that. how we're going to bring back uh, Whisper and um, Outbreak yeah. uh, yet. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'd love, but, some, um, I'd love something like that, like a mission content, three-person group content thing showing up in this next season would be oh, no doubt, very awesome. Because um, I actually end up liking, uh, or or end up doing those. I did those way more than I did in the last year since Shadowkeep. These dungeons, mm-hmm. so like, um, would very much like to see those again. Plus, it's always fun to just help your friends through them once you really get really good at them or know them, like. Mm-hmm. That's always fun to just go and do that. Like, and know you're going to get the thing, you know, because, like, not a lot of my friends are, uh, hey, let's go run Prophecy because I will get this specific thing. It's sort of like you're either running Prophecy a lot or you're not. <laughs> you run it once to get it done. But yeah, like, going to get a Whisper, you need to go get that thing. And mm-hmm. um, the Exotic Cipher, I know, is not specific to this season, but that system, pretty great. Um, I think they should juice up the. What is it? Uh, let me go look at this thing. I actually like wanted to go look at this currency real quick. Uh, when they put new stuff in here and it cost the raid material. Was it Valor? Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think like Conquest or something Spoils like that. Spoils of Conquest. Yeah. yeah. I, I, want, conquest. I want to see that continue and honestly like the longer we'll just we'll just say this right the longer the raid takes um, and assuming they're putting more raids in in the next expansion or two because um, we used to have so many raids to do that it was maybe even a little overwhelming for people, but being able to run all those for spoils, I love that as a system. Um, I'd love that the only options aren't Last Swiss and Garden right now, and I love those raids each in their own, and, well, except the last boss of Garden. I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good. <laughs> but, you know, Last Wish is awesome. It's a long raid, and, and uh, you know, you used to do, like, 35, 40-minute Leviathan runs or whatever. I want to see more spoils stuff. Um, more things to do for spoils and more time kind of, you get more for doing a longer raid or um, or even if you if you speed clear it, maybe you get more as well. Like Because I know some of my friends uh, on Xbox that I made in this last, uh, well, I say right before Beyond Light when things were going away. Um, I mean, they've done like... Uh, 100 Sherpas or 130 Sherpas or something this in, in Deep Stone Crypt. So they're on raiding all the time and uh, yeah. they're having a blast with it. Also, cause I got to say, it, they nerfed the Frostbite thing. Please, why do that? Just don't do that stuff anymore. If it's like, you know, fix the other stuff that the community is kind of like screaming about. It's a good thing you mentioned <laughs> looking toward the future because Segway 
Let's talk about the latest this week at Bungie. That's going to be talking a lot about what's coming in season 13. So I figured we could just hit on the highlights here. See what we're looking forward to. Um, So we still don't know the name of the new season, even though we're going to find out tomorrow when the trailer drops. But uh, they are getting rid of weekly challenges. So weekly bounties, when you get at Shaq, Zavala, um, Banshee, that other guy that has that other mode that's really bad right now that I only do for Pinnacle um, rewards, that's green. We won't talk about it. Um, but yeah, do that. They're getting rid of weekly bounties for that. They're introducing seasonal challenges. So stuff like you see in Fortnite, all that other stuff, uh, you're going to have about 10 challenges a week and they're going to be different stuff, um, coming from complete, uh, some lost sectors every week, kill 500 people with hand cannons this week or something like that. Uh, just some different challenges. They said they're going to range from that to about get three wins and trials, which that's just give you the keys to the kingdom. If you get three wins and trials right now, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that's really interesting. Uh, I think that's cool. And it's definitely going to be the thing where if you don't complete it this week, and uh, if you don't complete week one and you come back week seven, you can go back and finish those other challenges during the week. So I think that's really good to help for the fear of missing out. Some weeks was like, oh, no, I wasn't able to get that cool stuff this week. Um, but I came back and did it uh, later. So I think that's an interesting thing. Of course, this is all on paper right now. Don't really know how it's going to be until it's implemented in the next season, which is next week, um, which is crazy. New season next week when season of arrivals was two years long. If we all remember that. Um, So I I think that's pretty cool um, that they're doing that. Let's see what else. Uh, They talk more about bright dust, uh, that all these new challenges are going to reward you some bright dust. I love how much bright dust we got this this go around. That was Mm -hmm. nice. It's nice. I feel as though I'm able to buy a bunch of stuff with Bright Dust now because they do. They are doing a pretty decent job of putting cool stuff in the Bright Dust menu. I was able to get one of the Hawkmoon ornaments in the nice. Bright Dust menu, so it, it, it's pretty nice. None yeah, of the, the Hawkmoon ornaments one? are great. I don't like any of the Hawkmoon ornaments this year. Oh, I Give like the me the black one? and gold ornament from Destiny 1. Uh, but something about that wood grip on the... On, even though you can't see it, you know it's there. It looks... Uh, <laughs> The bluing I, I, on it. I love my I love my shiny hawk. Like I just okay, love yeah, my shiny, shiny hawk moons. Nice. So and, and the other one isn't bad. The one that's like dark and everything. That with that the, one's kind of cool on looking. It. Yeah, I do I do enjoy that one. Um, they uh, and one of the big things coming with crossplay happening this year. Uh, Bungie is making some tweaks to recoil. Uh, on PC to be what appears to be more in line with console players. Um, I, as a PC player right now, uh, don't really like that a specific uh, system is getting a nerf. Um, but I don't work in game design, so I don't know how this is supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, how that works either. Like, I, um, I always thought Recoil was the same across the board. So, Well, I know with like mouse and keyboard, I, I'm able to offset some of a gun's recoil by just having my sensitivity turned into different ways. So mm-hmm. it's fine for like, like we were saying in pre-show PBE should have been implemented a long time ago for crossplay. Like that should have been in here a long time ago. PVP 
I don't really care that much about it too. Because <laughs> PV, PvP is, even though they nerfed Shatter Dive, it's still kind of a broken mess right now with Stasis. It's Before it's a keep broken mess. Future stuff. Can I bring up two things? Uh, a. Oh, absolutely. We absolutely. Talk about this with Beyond Light Stasis. So that's a whole topic we'll get to in just a second. Before that, I want to talk about some like sandbox stuff. Uh, with Stasis is a really big deal. So, like you said, as they we'll just jump, we'll jump into that. As they've changed things around, I feel like anytime I want to go and do a PvP and use anything but Stasis. I'm punished. And then even with stasis, if you're not, I guess they nerfed the warlock one, right? But I feel like hunters like will just have that storm lingering all the time. And I still get killed by it. And I know to look for it. And I still get murdered by it, even when it's what blue, red, whatever color it's trying to indicate. Uh, that thing's nasty. Um, mm. And I feel like stasis, like as much as they're going to tweak it and tune it, I think it was a good call to just be like, maybe remove that from PVP. I, I mean, I'm still on that camp because I like using all those subclasses um, for all the specs, whether it's Titan, um, you know, certain ones, every class has one that feels a little different to use in PVP or like not as great to use in PVP, you know, but the classic three elements, all of those are great. And, you know, there's quests that still want you to go use those Mm. and do those. And you're trying Mm. to like, I'm going to complete some bounties and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go in and just get massacred while I'm trying to do like a, void daily or something i i definitely think uh i think they even mentioned when this started like destiny has to ride this fine line of being a well-made shooter and a giant power fantasy right Mm -hmm. yeah so i i think it's interesting but like it it, a titan doing its stasis uh super and pvp should not last five minutes i know i'm exaggerating there but I oh, feel yeah. as though they're able to go up and down the map like seven times before that thing's done. And they're unkillable. Like, you cannot... It's... No matter... I've golden gunned a Titan in his super twice and shot him twice in the face, and he's still running at me. It's like, what is this? It's it, yeah. it, it's a mess right now. So, And then you, you have the whole three-peaking issue right now with people with swords and emotes and are able to see around <laughs> corners of Destiny as Bungie's trying to fix, but... PvP, I've said this before, people have said there needs to be a PvP-focused season, I think. That way you can put all this stuff into it, because Gambit, for the love of God, got its own season. Where's Shaxx's season, Bungie? Where's Shaxx's season? (laughs) And I I love that you brought up stuff about PC, because before I get into the other stuff I want to talk about, I just wanted to say that, like, the... A lot of other games find a way to just, and, and I know the the TWABs have done that, the patches have done that, just balance things for PvP and like when against Guardians, when in combat with other Guardians, but uh, keep leaning into that because, you know, something that's like out in PvE can be in the sandbox, like super fun and OP, and that's the power fantasy. Doesn't need to like, we had like the first, what, month or whatever, every ice, every, every stasis thing was canceling supers left and right and like, just you know, you just you just watch you just watch like brick guardians just drop <laughs> out of the sky like and like icicles. I mean, it was a great meme. Like it's a, it was a funny thing for if like it happened over a weekend, sort of like laser tag. But like mm. some of that went on too long, and I I do want to kind of get back to uh, somewhat more of a balance where it's like yes, when someone golden guns right, that feels like you're still playing a shooter. And you mentioned golden gun because I'm never mad when I get killed by a golden gun. Like that is I'm always like 
props. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's only like six that, shots. Right. And, and it's like you're still shooting. Whereas, you know, like, I know Dawnblade lasts a really long time, but, and, and, and that's the PvP super. But if I want to use something else, you know, I, or still feel like I'm playing a shooter, that's a big deal. Um, and, you know, Nova Bombs are still like, I mean, they're still, even outside of Mayhem, Nova Bombs still doing some things that I think that needs to get looked at or whatever. It's like, uh, but uh, I miss like, there, if there's like a non-super playlist, if I, I know this is like a Halo thing, right? If there's a non-super playlist, sure, people would probably be mad, but like I would actually play it. Yeah, I would. I would. It, it'd just be like, hey, when you're in the mood for just like using your guns and shooting, like here you go. Um, and I know like the regular stuff, it's like very slow. Like you only get like one super a match in some of the more competitive mm-hmm. stuff. But um, you mentioned PC, and I wanted to go to. When we started this season, we did not. I'm console, right? We did not have the gloriousness that is the December 10th update. It just makes Destiny better in every aspect, and mm-hmm. more people want to play on consoles and can play with us peasants. And uh, <laughs> it's glorious, like the field of view, like the slider. It's I have never had a season more where I just want to turn on Destiny and walk around and shoot stuff and do stuff than this season. And if it had happened like this update had come before everything got vaulted. Mm. I mean, I could have seen myself playing like 300, 400 hours in a season. Like if I played a hundred in a season, I would have tacked on that much extra time. Cause um, it wouldn't have been a hobby at that point. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, like you on PC, I know it's not as much of a shock, um, but we've been having a great time and it's, it's, this is just fantastic. So oh, I like coming I've in been, for the long haul, like on Destiny, I've spent so many yeah. hours on my destiny one ps4 character like before i played it on pc destiny one even though it was 30 frames a second still felt like the best shooter i've ever played before the combat was so great and then um when i moved when i made the move to pc i was like oh this is definitely where i'm playing it now but and when i get my ps5 i know i definitely will want i just want to sit on the couch and play destiny on my big tv and i I am excited for that 60 fps because that's how Game should be now. Like, yeah, you should have at sixty FPS, guys. And like and, I said, and again, feel the view slider. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you're on like a fourteen forty P monitor or four K or whatever. So we got like two tiers. I felt like when Beyond Light launched, even on like PS fours and PS four Pros, something felt a little bit snappier. And then when you were playing the PS four compatibility version of Destiny on a PS five until December 10th or whatever, that still felt really good too. And then everything unlocked on December 10th. And it was like, Oh, I've gone to Valhalla. This is incredible. Like I've ascended mm-hmm. to a new tra- like plane of existence and destiny. And uh, so it's, it's just more fun to play now and looking forward to everything they put out. Yeah. And, and I told Ro this the other day, even though um, destiny two it is, it's a relationship. It, it, it gives <laughs> and it takes. There are some moments where I just want to, cry because destiny 2 is just not in a good place right now and then some moments i'm like oh yeah this is my favorite shooter franchise possibly almost up there with my favorite franchises for a reason so i i I think the game's in a good place right now i'm very excited oh another thing i want to mention uh rocket launchers are getting 30 percent buff damage by the way so yay for my explosion boys uh swords are getting a 15 percent damage reduction because they were getting used so much. Like I, I feel as though sword was the way to go for PVE heavy. The new like, guillotine 
a yep. sword that yeah, guillotine yeah, or yeah. lament in yeah. a raid like um, and that's a fun sandbox though like sorely sorely blade guillotine i mean that's uh, and sandbox. snipers are getting a little nerf uh for pvp where um more flinch happens yeah apparently because i feel as though i was able to get like one or two hand cannon shots on them and then all of a sudden oh i was just headshotted there it is i'm done yeah um so i i think some uh some uh oh my god phrases coming in oh Words. no that's what it was uh bro your fusion rifles are getting a bur a burf a buff <laughs> they're getting a buff, buff. um yeah uh but like i said definitely check out the latest this week at bungie because it goes into a lot mm-hmm. of detail about what's coming up in the next season um oh also sad there's gonna be no crimson days next month this oh. month they're, sad, they they they're officially vaulting that event is because too many people are too sad that they don't have anything to do on valentine's day yeah so that that's unfortunate with that um and also check out the this week at bungie because there are some awesome hawk moon pvp movies because it oh i i love that she's back um (laughs) i love that gun so much it sounds so good and just we're the, getting a new sound. Lost Sector on Europa next season. So good, good. Yeah. Because they that, ma- they that, made a tweet, they made a tweet saying if this gets seven likes, we'll add a new Lost Sector for Europa. <laughs> so obviously they got eight. So oh, yeah. we're, we're getting a new <laughs> we got Lost an extra Sector. One. Um, but I think Destiny Two is in a very good place right now. We'll know more tomorrow when the Cabal attack. I hope. Cross my fingers, Menagerie comes back in some way tomorrow because I miss that so much. Um, I hope that Zebu Wrath stuff keeps coming more because I'm ready for. I'm ready. Like even though I didn't like Shadowkeep so much, I love when Destiny gets spooky. Yeah, I love that. I like make it scary. Make it like make it dark. Right, make it to where like even though I am an immortal space zombie that can you know respawn, I I wouldn't be scared. Bring so that, do that back, yeah. Like, like, it's like fighting spooky hive and Sabathun, like this is going to be some really good stuff. Bring, bring, um, taking King vibes back into Destiny. I really want that because the first mission of taking King still is the scariest one in Destiny, where he just comes up out of nowhere and Aerith screams like, "Oh my God, he's here!" Ah! Give me a toggleable flashlight. Who just did that? So I could I couldn't see the screen, but who just said fingertips on the surface of my mind? Yes, <laughs> that's my favorite Eris line. Um, so uh, I am very happy about that. But we are about wrapped up here on the first episode of Tower FM Radio. Thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate you being here with us on this first episode, Frank. Thank you for coming. Thank I'm you. For so happy me. that you're here. I'm. I hope you get so many Tarkov kills tonight. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope tonight's I hope a tom- bountiful one. I I, so, I hope on Twitter tomorrow I see check out this guy's Tarkov kill, and I hope it's you. <laughs> thank you, Drew. Thank you. thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy you could be here with us on this first episode. I I hope you get everything you asked for in this new season. Yes. I hope they just. I hope stasis just disappears. Well, I don't want to, yeah, like I don't want to disappear. I just I have my c- concerns in PvP and I mm. I was the only one in my friend group who like regularly enjoyed stomping around in the Crucible or doing Iron Banner and it's it's become a thing where like I didn't into Iron Banner much since Stasis is a thing cuz I was just like, no, I'm kind of good. We are 
We yeah. are getting a one last banner of the season tomorrow. Yeah. Glad you mentioned that. So um, was able next season shattered throne relevance. I'm very excited for, like I said, we have our issues with the reissue and the sunsetting, but they're, they're making some more uh, reasons to go do the old dungeons. The, and then it, you know, getting new versions of that reverie nonsense. So like, uh, good stuff. All right. Is there anything? Oh, God, my voice just cracked there. It went deeper. (laughs) Is there anything else anyone would like to add before we check out of here? Hey, Bungie, if you're listening, bring space battles in. Why do I have a ship if I can't shoot it? Yes. You you did it in Halo Reach. You did it in Halo Reach. (laughs) You can do it. I know they can do it. Just let me do it. Ever since that Taken King trailer with Aldrin fighting in space... I've, I've wanted that too. I don't know how they'll do it, but like you said, they've done it. So I'm, I'm, I, I yeah, I echo that. <laughs> All right, we've reached the time of the episode where you plug what you're doing. Ro, where can people find you? What are you doing now? You could find me on Twitter at Roro, R-A-U-W-R-O, or you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Roro, or find my... Uh, oh my god, my website called thankyougames.com where I write stuff about video games and that's it. Check out his website, everybody. Rose really good. <laughs> Hire him to do stuff. Uh, Frank, what you got for us? Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Venom Unfit Snake. Venom Unfit Snake, just how it's said. Um, and at Twitch, where I'll be streaming Tarkov probably for the foreseeable future until i eventually cry my eyes out from all this ptsd that i have i literally like last night went to like put my head on the pillow and swore i heard somebody upstairs and we don't have an upstairs so (laughs) i don't don't know what's going on anymore i'm starting to hear your footsteps now um other than that man i'm not doing much just tarkov and then twitter gotcha drew where can the people find you so I'm at Endorphins SC on Twitter, E-N-D-O-R-P-H-I-N-S, S-C uh, at, on Twitter, and then Endorphins1445 on Twitch. Um, didn't get as much streaming done as I wanted to do last year. Planning on doing a lot of niche JRPG stuff with streaming, a lot of Destiny stuff going into this next season, um, and probably some shenanigans in Dungeons and Raids, uh, and maybe even trying to get my girlfriend has been very active in Destiny, but has not done a lot of in-game stuff. Usually just plays with me and ranks at the season pass and mm-hmm. kind of has been trying to catch up on a lot of the legacy stuff. Like, we went and got her guns. I'll be doing some stuff on Twitch. So, like, uh, if I'm on Xbox, I'll be doing stuff with the people I raid with there. But mostly I'm on PlayStation. So, um, come see me there. And, um, yeah, exciting games releasing tonight. Destiny tomorrow. And uh, next season, next Tuesday. So lots of good stuff. Indeed. Uh, Blizzard, if you're listening, Drew is one of the biggest Diablo 3 fans I know. So uh, put put him on stuff for Diablo 4. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, there's only so many thousands of hours I can put in games that start with D, like Diablo <laughs> and Destiny. So uh, you release a game that's like got that good gameplay loop and has good loot drops and, you know, fires off those things in my neurons that make me want to just keep playing and grinding out loot, you know, and I'll play it. So indeed. Uh, I am Eric C. Ginn on Twitter and remember boys and girls to like comment, subscribe, 
here at the Penultimate Conquest on YouTube, the Penultimate Conquest on Twitch, the Penultimate Conquest on Twitter, and the PenultimateConquest.com, our website. Completely lost that there for a second. But from all of us here at Tower FM Radio, keep them eyes up, Guardian. <laughs>